Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. It is the Odd Couple, and I am Chris, and he's Rob, and we are live from the aforementioned Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. We've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, it's the way tire buying should be. Mike Jones of The Athletic, the national NFL writer for them, will join us at the bottom of the hour. And then Shop Talk. We'll have a little fun with that. Um, Rob, let's go to the NFL, of course. And um, interesting story in the Boston Herald today. Real deep dive uh, into what went wrong this season I'm going to have Rob G kind of summarize it, but fingers are pointing at Bill Belichick. Rob G? Yeah, the Boston Herald, who does great work, you know, one of the few papers out there nowadays that are still putting out consistent journalism, did a deep Listen dive. Listen you selling papers up in Boston. Look, I love There's it. like four of them left, Rob. You got to give know, them a shout-out when they deserve it. But, you know I mean? but I'm with you with papers that still dig and still do stuff. You know what yep. I mean? Instead of just the generic... Happy schmappy stuff. Okay, go ahead. Right. So they did a full, you know, quote unquote investigation on what happened with the New England Patriots this past season in light of them hiring Bill O'Brien. Because, you know, a big talking point coming into this season 
was who's going to call plays. Is Mac Jones' second season? And they settled on the dynamic duo of Matt Patricia and uh, Joe Judge. Well, according to the Joker in the Riddler, <laughs> according to a source in and around the Patriots organization, they're putting the blame for this past season's struggles squarely on head coach Bill Belichick. One source told the Herald, quote, I love Bill, but he screwed us. They didn't use the word screwed, though. And they go and elaborate as to what exactly went went wrong. Most of the, the column actually is almost like a hit piece on Joe Judge because they're saying that he wasn't respected by Mac Jones, wasn't respected by the other coaches. And in fact, there were multiple instances, according to this report, where Judge, who was the quarterback coach, would try to lend his expertise to other position coaches. And after he would leave, that position coach would have to tell his players, hey, don't do that. That's not exactly how you do it. (laughs) And uh, it was a big old fiasco in New England. I will say this, right? You could see when Joe Judge was in New York with the Giants head coaching, you could see his arrogance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. So apparently he's still like that. He wasn't humbled by his horrible performance with the Giants. But yeah, you, I, I, I'm not surprised if he was trying to cross coach, you know, coaching players at other positions and, you know, other coaches were bothered by it. But Rob, I, First of all, I'll say this. Their defense obviously was a was a pretty good and and they were eight and nine in a tough division. They they had a decent year, even though they didn't make the playoffs. You gotta credit the defense to Belichick. The players, of course, but Belichick. But that, that's I, him. He's a defensive yeah, coach and he's he, done it right. for for decades, Chris. He just right. has. He's fantastic on that side of the ball. But, Rob, I think you were with me on this. I know I said it. When they hired Matt Patricia or made Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator and Joe Judge the quarterback's coach, I knew and said from day one, this is horrible. First of all, it would be bad if you had Tom Brady at quarterback. All right, I don't care who your quarterback, how old, how experienced, how good he was. Having those two be your two offensive guys, primary offensive guys, is a disaster. But to do it when you have a second-year quarterback coming off a rookie season in which it was promising, but obviously he has a lot of room to grow and a lot of things to learn, to put him in the hands of those two, a a career defensive coach, Matt Patricia, and a career special teams coach who failed miserably as an offensive coach uh, and head coach with the Giants. Rob, I, I get why they like the article, the parts I read, it's not like blaming Belichick and like he don't he can't coach. It's blaming him for hiring those two or make promoting them to the head offensive guys. And I'm with them all the way. That was a horrible move. And and really was a disservice uh, and just a miscalculation for Mac Jones. One hundred percent. It just didn't make sense. It it's like it reeked of. I know better than anybody. Yep. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to show you that I can put anything and it'll work. Put anything together and it'll work. You know, like yep. It just it didn't make any sense whatsoever to do what they did because you knew it wasn't going to work out. 
and it wasn't fair to a young player uh, like Mac Jones. It 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 just it reeked of arrogance by Bill yep. Belichick that look at what I've done. I can do almost anything, and it works out. And it was a mistake. It was a big mistake, and uh, I'm not shocked whatsoever that it was a total failure. And and again, and the guys that they hired too, just nothing to look forward to, nothing to feel good about Chris, nothing to be like this is this is genius or this is uh, uh, this is smart or this is ingenious is what I wanted to say. You talking about going forward or no? Or when the when okay. they did when when right, he did right, what he right. did, like this is ingenious. Wow, he's doing something no one's ever done. This is fantastic. Wow, I can't believe Bill's doing this. No, it was the exact opposite. It was like. This what this doesn't make any sense, right? right? Like everybody saw this. Again, we talk about all the time. It wasn't a second guess, Chris. It was a first guess. Absolutely. And Rob, look, we said, and we I mean, we didn't do this, you know, to shout out head coaches or or just coaches, period. But we said it because we believed it. When Jeff Saturday was hired as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. We said this is ridiculous. It is not that easy. It is not the NBA. Not that that's easy, but it's not the NBA, and it's not Major League Baseball. You we, cannot we step it. into We're the NFL. We're not even in the league, right. Absolutely. You can't step into the NFL and just be a head coach because you know football. is so much more to it than that. And, Rob, it's the same thing with – being a, a a coordinator, I mean, Bill Belichick essentially took the approach uh, approach of like a high school coach, where it's like, oh, you know, let's move this guy, you know, to he's going to be our receivers coach, he's going to be our quarterbacks coach, he's going to be our offensive lineman coach, when they might not be quote unquote experts at those positions, right? But they're they know the game, they're coaching, and they can learn it. That's the feeling. Well, that might work in high school. But in the pros, Rob, why in the world would you put a career defensive coach and make him an offensive coordinator? It doesn't make sense. And we can see it from here. You're the most successful coach in the history of the NFL, and you didn't know you couldn't just make a linebacker's coach or a defensive line coach, whatever he was, uh, uh, an offensive coordinator with the guys they got calling plays now? Right. It doesn't even make sense. He could have gone out and hired somebody and just did the, the, the traditional thing, and it would have been way better. It wasn't like maybe you're getting some some offensive guy, Chris, who's, who you're giving the first opportunity to. You're giving defensive guys uh, – like Matt Patricia, a job that he shouldn't have. Do you know no what I mean? Way. Like, like, like that's the part that didn't make any sense. No, nah, and, and you hit it on the head. It reeks of arrogance, and it was arrogance. It was Bill Belichick thinking, I'm smarter than everybody else, and I'll show them. I can put anybody anywhere, and we'll have success. Well, how you like it now, Bill? And it didn't work, I'll tell you that. No, no it didn't. It, it failed miserably because, Rob, not only did you have a mediocre to bad season, but now we don't know what Mac Jones is. At least after last season, they did make the playoffs this rookie year, but at least after that year, you went into it thinking, okay, Mac Jones is pretty good. Like, we obviously want to see some growth and improvement, but he might be our guy. 
Do they feel that way now? You have no idea. No, Mac Jones, you don't feel that way. You're not sure what he is, Chris. Right. I think you have more questions now than ever. Yeah, this was a mess, and, you know, it was arrogance. And and the other thing, Rob, and they're bringing in Bill O'Brien as the new OC. Is that the best hire in the world? I mean, there there are obviously some hot shots out there, Rob, that – are really well, creative Bryan, offensively again, that you is, could bring in. It's his guy, you know, yep. from Boston. Ne- the nepotism, you know, I know it's not family right, but by blood, but yeah, it's, I mean, and I get it, Rob. That's what coaches tend to do. You you mentioned it kind of last hour. I mean, they bring in guys they know. They bring in guys they know that can work with them, they'll be comfortable with right. and things like that. So I get it. O'Brien is a good offensive coordinator. I, I think this is a good hire. I mean, I'm not saying he's the best guy they could have gotten, but he's a good hire. It'll be a huge upgrade over Patricia and Judge. I don't know what they're going to do with I don't know if – I mean, he was the quarterback's coach. I don't know if he still is for the moment. I can't imagine O'Brien's going to keep him there. But, um, yeah, I, I just – Rob, and, and you know I talk about – and we're not doing a Belichick segment. I say it all the time. He's coached nine seasons without Tom Brady. He's made the playoffs twice. And he he even with the Patriots, he has a losing record without Brady as his quarterback. So I look, Rob, a lot of the his his record is unimpeachable. A lot of great coaches, it ends, you know, either so so or badly. Tom Landry was fired. Uh, I think Chuck Noll, it might not have ended, you know, as far as winning games and the record and all that. Um, you know, you have your run, and then generally, you know, you might have some down years before you retire. So I, I'm not saying anything about his legacy, but I, I don't think he's going to win another Super Bowl, Rob, because he's, what is he, 70? How old did Belichick He's younger up than there? we thought, right? I Pete think Carroll's the oldest, Chris. He, yeah. Pete yeah. Carroll looks great, but I think Pete Carroll is older than Bill Belichick, which you wouldn't. Yeah, I think we looked at. Am up I right? Before. Didn't we? Uh, Belichick is seventy, and he's heck. He's about to be. He'll be seventy-one in April. And how old is Pete Carroll? Do we know? Seventy-three. Yeah, I, he's in his seventies. He was seventy before Chris. Just, just to check. Are they the same yeah, age? Carroll, Carroll is um, 71, seventy-one already. Seventy-one. So he's a year older, basically. Right. But if you look at those two guys, I mean, Pete Carroll has the gray hair, but he looks great. And Belichick doesn't look – I mean, Belichick No, but he looks like an older man. You know what I mean, right. But he's probably only going to coach, I don't know, five more years, six more years at the most or something like that. Um, I don't think he's going to win another Super Bowl, uh, but I'm sure he he is trying like the Dickens, and um, this wasn't a good move this season. Wasn't a step in the right direction. And Rob, surprisingly, even up there in New England, you had some people questioning him. Chris, I mean, like, n- nobody gets a free pass forever. And and time, when, when there are a lot of people who have maybe said stuff to Bill Belichick and always thought he was so smug, and now once there's a little crack... There's their right. chance, you know what I mean, to, right. to be critical. And yep. I've seen this happen oh, yeah. with guys. You know what I mean. You you two covering people later on in their careers when there's a crack in there and then people pounce. All those years you were you winning couldn't say you, nothing. You were arrogant. Yep. You were, you know, mistreating the media and all that. It's <laughs> yeah. true. No, nah, that's a good point. That's a good point because obviously he's not 
you know, the most. He's not the same guy, guy, right? But he's not the same guy either. He's not the same clout that he used to have. Right, right, right. All right, uh, we'll throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. How much blame does Bill Belichick deserve for what went wrong last season in New England? We will continue the conversation with you next. It's Chris and Rob, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Get a policy, a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Is Belichick to blame for what went wrong in New England this year? All right, let's kick it off, Chris, with 
with my glasses here. Uh, ben in Minnesota, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Ben? Ben. That's Ben from Melbourne in Australia. Who's this? It's Ben from Melbourne in Australia. Oh, okay. Yes, right. what's up, bud? Hey, How are you? you? Yeah, not too bad, boys. Yourself? We good, man. We good. What well, you got? Awesome. Hey, um, yeah. So it's got to come down to definitely got to come down to um Belichick. But Bob Kraft has a bit to say in this as well. I mean, he's had Belichick as GM slash coach for how long now? Like, surely you're going to separate the two at some point. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I can't blame Kraft. He generally, generally leaves the football decisions to Belichick. And so Belichick just picked a whole, he did a horrible job with his coaching staff. That's all there is to it. He did a great job defensively, but a horrible job with his coaching staff. Rob, it's that simple. He did. And it, it doesn't make sense at this point why he would take that route. It's very, very weird that he would uh, do something so radical, Chris, so late in his career, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. I mean, you would think he would be taking every single year as an opportunity. Like, this could be it. You know, like, we got to win it this year. And I have to do everything I can to make that happen. And he almost, instead, he wanted to experiment. I mean, really, that's what he did. He was experimenting. I don't know how else to put it. It, 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 That's what it was. It was... I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't care what people, because people were criticizing him, Chris, before this even took place. Yep. People yep. criticized him. Dude, what is this? Why are you doing this? And he still did it, and he didn't care. Right, right. Well, it's going to be interesting next year with them. Now, they do have a lot of cap room, and so we'll see what type of moves they make. But they better do something, because obviously they got Buffalo to contend with. Miami presumably will be good again. And then the Jets, Rob, I, they're going to do something at quarterback. And if it's anybody that's pretty good, then uh, that's another. I mean, I said it this year. I thought New England was the worst team in the division. And uh, I think at this point, like looking at next year and kind of thinking about what could happen, I would think they'll be the worst team in the division next year. So uh, he definitely needs to get it together. And, again, Bill O'Brien's a step in the right direction. It certainly can't get worse offensively. But, yeah, I think he deserved a lot of the blame for what went on this season. No question about it. All right, uh, Mike Jones from The Athletic, their national NFL writer, will join us in a moment. But first, be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 877-99 877-99 on Fox. You guys will be able to call in the third hour of the show as you do always. Um, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. And our next guest is the national NFL writer from The Athletic, Mike Jones. Mike, welcome to the iCouple. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Doing good. We are how great, are man. Great to have you on. Um, let's Thank talk you about you, you. You wrote a great column in the athletic. Uh, Frank Reich was just hired as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers and Steve Wilkes, who was their interim, did a great job. They were six and six under him. Uh, they had had a, a, a losing record 
Um, what were they one in seven uh, when he took over, something like that? Uh, one in four. They were one in four when he, when he when he took over um, this season. I think they had lost like their last three to end last season. So if you look at it right. that way, um, okay. but yeah, I mean they were not competitive. They looked like they had no fire. They were listless. Um, it was you know they didn't look like an NFL team basically the way they were playing. Um, and you said you wrote a column saying that I mean you talked about Wilkes. But you also took it to the league in general. Panther Steve Wilkes' rejection continues painful narrative for black NFL coaches. So just tell us about your column and, and what's in it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there was, it was a lot of um, frustration this evening, um, this afternoon, when the news came out that they were hiring Frank Reich. Now, uh, to some degree, people, you know, were, were kind of holding their breath hoping uh, and feeling, believing that Steve Wilkes had done enough to, to win this job, to earn the promotion. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of people who felt like the signs were pointing to that. And then turned out they went with Frank Reich. And there were some people who, who weren't surprised. And I'm talking about, you know, people of color, um, coaches, front office people, scouts. Um, but, you know, the, the common refrain, you know, I had people calling me uh, who work in the league or like, man, what's a brother got to do? Because right. he had a, a a bad deck of cards, and he made the most out of it, and positioned them. They were flirting with a playoff when uh, playoff uh, berth there, without um, you know a star like Christian McCaffrey, without a true and a starting quarterback option, um, you know, and you know they had beaten the Bucks in an upset. They beat Seattle, um, who was a playoff team, and he really changed the culture, and it wasn't enough, and so. The you know it was like you heard more excuses uh, for why he didn't deserve the job than reasons why he did uh, coming out of uh, the Panthers. And, and and here's the slap in the face is that Jeff Saturday is right. is uh, getting a second interview Ooh, and he's going through the process and it feels like Robert Ursay wants is going to hire him. You know like. Right. Uh, and 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 that's the bad part is he stunk. He was one in one in seven or whatever, and was awful. And and that's enough for him to get the job from the interim tag. But Wilkes did a good job, and no way, no how. This is the problem of the NFL, and why people feel the way they feel about the league. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and you know the message that it sends. Um, and it's, it's been repeatedly sent, is that, look, you're not going to get a real legitimate shot to, to run a team. They're not going to trust you if you're a black coach. Uh, it, the opportunities are few and far between. And when you do get that opportunity, it's going to be some undesirable opportunity that nobody else would take. And then don't expect to be sticking around for the long haul. It wasn't just Steve Wilkes here with this interim situation. Um, you know, we saw it with Lovey Smith down in Houston yep. and David Cully before that. Right. Uh, they always bring and the Wilkes brothers in, in Arizona. there. Right. They bring the brothers in there to deal with the mess. And then as soon as they get towards the salary cap and the, the draft pick situations better, they can them and then go with somebody else. That's, you know, they'll deny it, but a lot of coaches and front office people around the league who are watching this, uh, that's their reality of the way that ownership around the league treats uh, black coaches. When you talk to players or if you talk to players about this topic, what is their general feeling? What do they say? Do they care? Do they, you know, what, what's their thought process about it? No, they care because some of them have aspirations to go into coaching 
um, you know, later on. Um, and look, Brian Burns, and you know, he was you know the biggest star left on this team. He lobbied. He said, you know, I, I hope that he gets the opportunity because he's earned it. Um, and he praised the work that Steve Wilkes has done. It's frustrating uh, for black players, just like it is, um, you know, for for the guys in the coaching ranks who are trying to work their way up. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, they they know that, hey, these owners are basically going to hire whoever they want to. The NFL can roll out all kinds of initiatives and, and try to do things uh, to position uh, people of color for advancement, but the owners are the ones who have the hiring and firing power, and they aren't uh, bought in the way that Roger Goodell's office and, and the way that um, you know some people around the league are. One one name you don't seem to hear much about when it comes to head coaching again is uh, Eric Bieniemy. I mean, he he's was a, he's his a, name was gone, out there, Chris, right. yeah, a few years ago. Still the OC with the Chiefs, obviously still having great success. But what what happened? Why do you think his name is no longer even kind of mentioned uh, out there when it comes to these head coaching openings? There was a little bit this year, but not like in years past. Um, you know, there were again, it's the same situation where you hear more excuses as why um, he doesn't deserve a job more than uh, reasons why he does. When you know you see other people who are hired who got worse track records. They, they throw out all these reasons why they do deserve it and ignore the reasons, the excuses why they don't. Um, you know, some things you've heard, you know, with something deep in his past um, or doesn't interview well, you know, all kinds of stuff, again, that sound like excuses. But anybody who's worked with him or played under him will tell you this guy is a strong communicator. He's very creative. He's a strong leader. Um, you know, Andy Reid, he stood on the table for him at the owners' meetings last year saying, look, this guy – is, is a quality coach and deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. Uh, but then now we're hearing, oh, people have requested to interview him for an OC job. Maybe it would be better for him to move out from under Andy Reid to prove himself you know, that he's capable, um, and then maybe he'll get a head coaching job. But, again, that's another excuse because um, all of Sean McVay's offensive coordinators who weren't play callers Thank you. didn't need excuses to become head coaches. Um, but here they are trying to find a, an excuse why Eric Bieniemy. Uh, does not deserve to be one. This this league has a real problem, and I and I still Chris and I talk about this all the time. It's not going to change until the players force change and make sure that ownership respects them when their playing days are over and that they're included. We're not asking. It's not like uh, it's not like uh, you're playing in the NHL and you want. 75% of the jobs to go to black coaches when there's 2% of the players in the league that are uh, black. You know what I mean? This is a league that has almost 70%, and that's where you draw your coaches from and assistance and, and opportunities, yeah. and it is it's shameful. It's shameful. Yeah, it, it really is, but the only, my, my only thing is, is what can the players do? These billionaire owners do not like to be told what to do. They'll smile and nod at Roger Goodell and Troy Vincent and say, oh, yeah, let's introduce all these new diversity hiring initiatives and then turn around and go hire their drinking buddies like Jeff Saturday uh, for jobs. If they do not, they themselves do not have the true desire uh, to give some of these, you know, men an opportunity, they're not going to. They're going to continue to go to the country club 
and then hire the guys that look like them, no matter what Goodell says, no matter what Troy Vincent says, no matter what players say, it's on the owners. They're the ones that have the power, and they are just too high and mighty, arrogant. They're not going to be told um, to change the way they do this. It would have to be something radical. It would have to be something radical and something unified. No doubt, Chris. Like a something whole like a coach, they really, yeah. Something like something like Brian Flores and Steve Wilkes filing suit. That didn't change, you know. No, no, no. Like 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 like, like players saying, "We're not going to play at this team. This guy doesn't give They've us opportunity." Had a coach yeah, like or we're, like, like we're not going to. I'm, I don't pick a team. And I'm I don't not, know. Yeah, we're not necessarily expect them to do it. I'm just saying it would it take, would take right. something that of that radical where yeah. you say, "Hey, guys, don't sign in Chicago." They don't, and, and that's not true. They just hired a black uh, team president, uh, Cameron right. Warren. But I'm saying. Where you pick, where you say a team, look at his track record and say, don't go there. This is because if you remember, the union did it one time, Chris, when Coughlin was unfairly fining the players right. down in Jacksonville. Being, being you remember that? Time. And yeah. and the union right. told players, don't go there, don't play in Jacksonville. And you remember, he got fired. Not even they didn't even right. wait till the end of the season. They fired him on the spot almost because it was bad for you know business. Mike, we, we we thought as well, um, when Byron left, which, you know, a few years ago you were hearing his name, Jacksonville, he almost got that right. job. Or, yeah, he, he could have got that Last job. Year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Um, and the way he was fired this year, it seems like that's probably going to hurt his quest to become a head coach. Do you think that's accurate? Um, no, that's accurate. You know, asking around even before the end of uh, their season – I was, you know, trying to, to pick people's brains on who the hot coaching candidates were going to be, and his name was not coming up. And I asked people, well, what's the deal? And they said, well, you know, uh, you see how the offense has dropped off with Bruce Arians gone. He's probably going to have to go somewhere and, and rebrand himself and show that, hey, it, it was more problems around me this past year in Tampa. It was not me. So um, I expect that we'll see him somewhere as another offensive coordinator and then hopefully he gets that opportunity. Another guy whose name you're not hearing is Leslie Frazier, who has done continually done yep. a stand-up job as the defensive coordinator there in Buffalo. And in no interest at all you're not hearing um, of him interviewing for these jobs. And it's just like, wow, well, what happened? You know, um, right. He continued to do great work. Byron Leftwich still, you know, yes, they had some warts, but they also had problems on their offensive line. They had a lot of injuries and everything. Why is this guy highly sought after one year and then all of a sudden it changes? Um, and then you see all these retreads uh, who get fired. I mean, look, Nathaniel Hackett couldn't even make it through a full season as a head coach, and now he's the offensive coordinator and um, with the Jets when he didn't call plays in Green Bay and he couldn't call plays um, you know, effectively in Denver, but there's second chances for white coaches and not so much for black coaches. Mike, before you go, and we got about a minute max. Um, there's a lot of talk about whether Nathaniel Hackett hire, you know, they must think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers because of it. I don't see how in the world it makes any sense unless they think they got a good shot or this increases their chances of getting Rodgers. What is your take on this? You know, yes, I, I do think that they hired him hoping that his close relationship will help him get Rodgers, just like Denver hired him hoping it and it didn't work out. Right. Um, but is this is there enough there to appeal to Rodgers? Right. You've got to look at that roster and say, hmm, 
can this help me win another Super Bowl? They've got a good defense, you know, and they've got, you know, some young talent on offense. I don't know that this talent there is any better than what he was with in Green Bay. So I don't know that this move is going to work because I just don't know, you know, there's there's got to be teams that are closer to win now mode than what the Jets are. All right, that's Mike Jones, the athletic national NFL writer. Excellent stuff, Mike. We yeah, appreciate really, it. Really, really good stuff. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All right, brother. Peace. Shop Talk is next. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios. And it's time for Shop Talk. Ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Now, it's Shop Talk. That's right. It is Shop Talk, a segment where we discuss something that happens outside of the world of sports. This week's topic, though, we're cheating, is directly from the world of sports. That's because Fred Rogan, who's filling here on The Odd Couple a few times, Rob's been on his show, Chris has been on his show locally in L.A., he's hanging it up on television, that is, on NBC4 here in Los Angeles, and on his sign-off earlier tonight, gave a nice shout-out to one Robert Lee Parker. Take a listen. Well, talk to you tomorrow, as I always do, every day at noon on AM570 Radio. And until we meet again on a device, be it streaming or linear TV, in the words of my good friend Rob Parker, I'll NBC you later. <laughs> there man, it is. Man, you don't even know. You know what? I so, said I said that to Fred all the time on his radio show, Chris, when I 
when I leave. I go, hey, Fred, one last thing. He goes, no, Rob, don't say it, don't say it. NB, see you later. And for him to use that to cap up his legendary career on KNBC 42 years is humbling. It's fantastic. And, Rob, it got us thinking here. Who is the sportscaster? I know Fred's a legend here in L.A., but who was the sportscaster for you when you were coming up as a kid, as a teen, as a youth that was just your guy? We'll start with you, Rob, because you are getting the shout-outs here. Yeah, you know what? It was Warner Wolf. And people around the country lived in D.C. Warner Wolf was a big sportscaster at uh, a station down there, I think Channel 7 down there in D.C., and then he came to New York. And, Chris, I used to hush my mom when she would be trying to talk to me and Warner would come on at 6.20 and I'd be, Ma, shh, shh. Like, like, can I watch the sports? I just want four minutes. You didn't get smacked? No, she used to go like, that darn Warner Wolf, I can't stand him because <laughs> my whole world was revolved around watching Warner Wolf on first Channel 7 in New York and then Channel 2. So he was my guy, the big W. Yeah. Um, you were all over the country. Did you have a favorite sportscast on, on local news? Well, when we lived in Indianapolis, I lived there from third grade into seventh grade. We were great friends, great family friends with Jerry Harkness, who uh, he passed a, a year or two ago. But, Rob, he played – he was a professional player. He played uh, for the Loyola Chicago team that got to the – champ, won the NCAA championship with the first time they started four black players mm. on a championship team. And then when he went to um, the pros, he played for the Pacers in the ABA. I think he even played for the Knicks for a second. But he had a short uh, NBA and ABA career. And then he began sports broadcasting locally in Indianapolis. And we were just, he used to pick us up and take us to school with his kids. We went to the same school. And um, he took us one day to see him broadcast. Really? You know, one night. Yeah, yeah. And I was probably, I don't know, f- fifth grade maybe, and we went there and saw him, you know, do his thing. Um, so just that was a connection. Sure. But I would say the the local guy outside of him who really, just with his work, just really I remember being really just enjoying was Waylon Boot. Where was in, that? In, in Cleveland. In Cleveland, okay. He Boy. started it. He was in Portland for a long time, but – he was in Cleveland as well on, I believe, Channel 3, I think it was. But he would do the sports. And, Rob, he did them like – he had a real – you remember him? Do you remember he was African-American? Okay, do you I, no, I don't remember Okay, him. He, he was a country guy. He had a thick Southern accent. But he would be – he would just incorporate all types of things into his reads, and it was so hilarious. Right. And um, I, I was telling Rob G earlier – that he would have been a guy nowadays that might have got a look from like a sports center. Because right. you know how they want right. their anchors to have a lot could of personality little, right. and become personalities even. No. And he could have been that. But yeah, Waylon, I just remember just always enjoying watching him because he was he was hilarious. Rob G, in L.A., you got a couple of legendary sportscasters. Did you have one that you watch more? Yeah, there was a lot, but you know, I didn't really tap in on their names like that until I was like maybe in middle school, high school. 
And the guy who I always gravitated to was Rob Fukazaki. Rob Fukazaki. From Channel 7 because they were always on NBA and ABC and he'd come right afterwards. And fun fact is he now follows me on Twitter, which is kind of dope. That is crazy. Oh, wow. That's great. Because you know Jim Hill's been on the air for 40 years too here. Channel 2. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, in L.A. They got too long time now that Fred's gone. Yep. Crazy. All right. It's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, we have an hour left. Keep it locked. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.